Word of Negativity, we are here to bring some positivity for you. Such a sad week two, a lot of injuries coming down, a lot of stars going down. We are here to help you get through that. If you had the likes of Michael Thomas, CMC, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, and the worst part, Saquon Barkley, I mean, you may not think there's hope. But that's why we are here. That's why you guys are here. Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast. I'm Antonio Denisi with Eric, with Keenan. We are heading into week three. I'm hoping there's a lot less issues than we've had before. But week one was kind of worrisome. Like we just said, week two has been worrisome. Those soft tissue injuries have just been coming about. But Keenan, what are you doing now with Saquon? Oh, man. I, I have an injury. My heart and my thumbs from refreshing Twitter after Barkley went down. Um, I mean, listen, you're not going to replace Saquon Barkley. I'll tell you that right now. But there are plenty of options. We're going to mention that in our waiver wire uh, segment, who you can pick up. But, I mean, come on. This is, this is where general managers win their, win, win their awards, end of the season awards. Who's going to be the general manager of the year? You gotta try to you gotta try to find a trade. I mean, there's people, there's gonna be teams that are loaded at running back that are gonna wanna move move a running back maybe for a tight end or or a wide receiver. Um, don't panic, don't panic. That's that's literally what I gotta tell you. Work the waiver wire and work those phones. You you're you're not gonna replace you're not gonna replace the talent of Saquon Barkley, but you are gonna re- replace his production from week one. Let's just say that 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 Giants defense, that Giants team offensively looked struggled. At least the offensive line did. Um, so don't panic. We'll 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 work our way through this together. Well yeah, said, Keenan. Well said. And uh, sorry, I know I interrupted you there, Eric. Um, why don't you why don't you come uh, come off that what Keenan said? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have Saquon in the league, but just like you said, don't panic. Um, if the start of this year is anything like the rest of the season, other teams are going to have injuries too. Um, you know, just focus on the waiver wire, make some trades. Uh, it's still really early in the season, so anything can happen. Yeah, you're, you're not done yet. You're definitely not done yet. And we're going to run down that a little bit later. Uh, but talking about, you know, Saquon Barkley and his torn ACL, we're going to run down some of the injuries by some. I mean, a lot of the injuries, the list just seems to keep getting longer and longer. Uh, so, Christian McCaffrey, high ankle sprain. He's looking to miss four to six weeks. Mike Davis uh, had uh, six catches uh, coming in for him. How how high of a priority is Mike Davis for you there, Keenan? I mean, if you lost McCaffrey, he's definitely high up there for me. Um, we talked about you, us, us three have talked about it that he brings that. He doesn't bring CMC uh, numbers to the table, but he definitely has that chance to, you know, get a few catches. Um, you're going to want, you're going to hope that he scores a touchdown because he's not going to be able, he's not going to bring that production to you. But for this week, I think he's, I think for all three of us, right? I mean, uh, unless you guys change your mind, I think he's number one for priority for, for me on the waiver wire, at least. Yeah, he's a top, he's a top two for me. Um, I mean, like they said, McCaffrey's going to be out four to six weeks. So, you know, you need to win these games right now, especially in redraft leagues. Like, you know, you, you, you can't you can't just wait for McCaffrey to come back. You need to win now. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, he's he's someone that I'd be looking to grab. Listen, if you're zero and two, don't panic because all you have to do is get in the playoffs. Once you get in the playoffs, everyone's zero and zero again. So get in the playoffs and and then go from there. So yeah, you don't got to worry about being number one. You just got to yeah. be you got to be the last person in the playoffs, and that's all you got to worry about. Well, I think just these these two weeks alone have showed us that we don't even know what could be happening two weeks from now in week four. Yeah, I mean, wow, you don't know what's going to happen next week. Yeah, we don't, we don't know what will happen next week exactly. It's just been so wild and unpredictable that I mean, I know we have it every year, but the volatility has just been insane this year. Uh, so it, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, man. I just, I hope that uh, everybody can can stay healthy and and we don't really have to deal with much more of this. Um, Michael Thomas, you know, it's confirmed that he's going to miss two to four weeks with a high ankle sprain. So you know, we're watching the Saints. Raiders right now. I yeah, probably going to be the lower end of two weeks. You know, he's going to, he's a tough guy. He's going to, he's going to try to get in there and, you know, we're watching the saints Raiders game right now and the Raiders are winning. So uh, they could definitely be using him. Uh, Devonte Adams, he injured his hamstring, but Matt LaFleur said their, their lead was uh, so large that they, they would have put him back in if it were closer. So that's definitely some comforting news. He should be back in your lineups this Sunday. Uh, Cortland Sutton, he has a knee injury. He's out for the year. Very sad uh, after having a shoulder injury back from week one. Uh, Sterling Shepard believed to have suffered turf toe. Paris Campbell has a PCL injury. He'll be out indefinitely. Devontae Parker injured his hamstring. Uh, He was limited in practice uh, on Monday. Sammy Watkins exited the game early. Uh, Chris Godwin's going to be playing this Sunday. Chris Godwin's coming back, guys. They're finally going to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin together, and Tom Brady looked a little bit not like Tom Brady uh, on Sunday. So I'm pretty excited for those two to be playing together. The thing that scares me, if you're if you're Chris Godwin uh, owner, it looks like Tom Brady and Mike Evans have developed a little bit of chemistry there. So, you know, this offseason I said it's going to be Godwin. It's going to be his favorite target, but I don't know. Um, he definitely has – it looks like he's found a little bit of trust in – in Evans, I thought I thought Gronk was going to be the the guy that he's going to trust early in the season, but looks like Mike Evans is going yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, even with the first game though, you know, Godwin had a better game than Evans, um, but Evans still had the touchdown. Yeah, he was um, coming off the hamstring injury. Yeah, um, yeah. So, it, real exciting to see how that's going to go. But we'll definitely talk about that a little later. Uh, Drew Locke suffered a severe rotator cuff strain, so. Uh, in about two weeks, they're going to reevaluate him. Not sure exactly how long he'll be out. Uh, that's sad. That Denver team looked like they were really starting to click uh, for the short time that they had. But Jimmy G, high ankle sprain as well, originally determined to be a little worse than they thought. So he might be playing on Sunday. What Nick the Mullins. hell is going on with that uh, turf <laughs> at uh, uh, MetLife? All those injuries, wow. and now they're now they're going to send in someone independent you know, stadium guy to come review the turf, make sure it's safe for the players. And, you know, they had all those injuries, and then they play at MetLife again against the Giants this week. So that's got to be a little bit worrisome for all 49ers fans. Yeah, all those injuries, while, you know, speaking on Raheem Mostert, had an MCL sprain. He'll be out, you know, two to four weeks. Tevin Coleman as well had a knee injury, so he'll be missing a few weeks. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, uh, you know, we talked about the top priority. Jarek McKinnon's actually my top priority uh, for this week, uh, we are very close to that waiver segment. But how much fab are you putting on him? Uh, we'll we'll just, get to that in a minute. We'll get to so that I in a minute. Know, just so I know when I when I have to put my my <laughs> waivers in later. This exactly, week. exactly. 
Uh, Cam Akers had the first three carries of the game and then had a rib injury. A little more to come with that, but Malcolm Brown also fractured his pinky, but he should be expected to play on Sunday. So that will bring up Daryl Henderson. You know what? I I think we should just go right into waivers. We just keep talking about it. Uh, So we talked about Mike Davis. I'm going to talk a little about Jarek McKinnon. You know, Shanahan's finally going to have his time with McKinnon. And every every running back is just efficient in that offense. So we've seen. I mean, Jeff Jeff Wilson, he'll probably come in and get a few reps, but I think it's McKinnon's show for the next couple weeks. And uh, I mean, it's going to be tough. It might be his job to lose. They're not paying. They're not paying him a couple bucks. No, exactly. He's he's still the top paid. And this uh, this was this was his job before that. um, Was that knee injury? Yeah, his knee injury. Yeah, he's had a few of them, but like you just said, they're playing the Giants. Yeah, I mean, he should do very well against the Giants. Then they get home against the Eagles, home against the Dolphins. I mean, those next three games. This is his time to shine. Yeah, Jerick McKinnon could potentially be, you know, an RB one. Yeah, I. You're right. I'm changing my pick to my top waiver priority to Jerick McKinnon. (laughs) Well, you asked me my my percentage. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty confident. I would probably spend at least forty percent of my fab. If not fifty, I'm. I'm Don't I'm, tell me that we're in so many leagues together, Antonio. Now I now I got to think about this. Don't tell me that. Well, so usually I would say, hey, let's wait for another guy. The running backs keep coming up, but we have now seen this week that you have Mike Davis coming in into a role where you know he'll be there for at least three or four weeks. Jarek McKinnon's now coming into a role where, as Eric just said, it might be his to lose. That's a three to four week role too, and we just read off those those defenses. I mean. It's all shambles right now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Daryl Henderson's a good ad, but you know, you got to think Acres is coming back, and if Malcolm Brown's already playing, well, that's a little bit muddled. Staying away from that, that whole backfield. Yeah. See, the thing yeah. with the thing with McKinnon though is, right now, really, the only thing holding him back would be an injury. Right. So, but you spending, know. you know, I mean, forty percent of your fab on a guy that might lose his job in a couple of weeks, it's tough. But I mean, I, I definitely see. Why you might have to you might have to spend more but than that to get them. Those are wins Mike that you Davis, need, though. Mike Davis is going to lose his job. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's why I'm saying you you like might this, you might have to spend that much because somebody you know is probably going to spend that. Um, oh yeah, someone definitely is going to spend more. I would probably bet. That's why I would I might even go as high as fifty five percent. And we're just calling it a rel- relative. I'm using a percentage. You know, uh, most of our leagues are a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. So, you know, again, it's all relative, but. Uh, yeah, running, it, it's gonna be running back just scored a touchdown on a Monday night game. You wanna know who? Uh yeah, I'm, I'm watching unfortunately right now and it's making me cry because I need Josh Jacobs right. to help me out in a few leagues. He scored. Um Dylan yeah, Richards. Man. Yeah, Josh Jacobs has killed it last week. I just I don't know, this week's been very underwhelming. <laughs> but uh Keenan, talk to me about another guy you you think here on the on the waiver party is a big one for you. I picked him up before this week. I uh Miles Gaskin, Miami Dolphins running back. I know they have Burita there. Um, they have um, Jordan Howard. But, I mean, they're paying those guys. But this Miles Gaskin is getting the touches. And to me, that's that's the most important thing right now. If he has the football in his hand, he's getting me fantasy points. And the other two haven't really seen the field that much. Until that happens, I Miles Gaskin, got, you got to pick him up. If He's got to be – number three for me after Mike Davis, I think, because I'm staying away from that Rams uh, backfield. Um, I, I know I know the Miami Dolphins backfield looks crowded. They paid those two other guys. They tr- they traded assets for, 
for the other guys, but he's getting touches. He's got he had six catches last week or this this past week against the Bills. So, um, how much fab you think you might spend on him this week? I ten to fifteen percent. Um, That's probably the range I'm into. I don't want to spend too much because of this those two other guys. But if I could get him cheap and and see what happens. You never know. You never know. You never know with that, especially with the Miami Dolphins. You never know with that, with that backfield. Um, I, I'm trying to think if Tua gets in there, is it going to change anything? Is he a better pass catcher than, than Burita and Howard? He- Definitely Howard. Maybe not Burita, but clearly the team sees otherwise. Maybe there's something with Burita we don't know about, and maybe a little injury or something. I mean, the the 49ers traded him for a reason. I mean, they, they have a pretty pretty uh, cr- crowded backfield as well. But, I mean, they took a undrafted free agent over him in uh, – in, what's his face? Um, I can't think of his name. Help me out, guys. Oh, where, wherever. Oh, Raheem Mostert, you mean? Yeah, Mostert. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they decided to pay him and trade Matt Burita, you know. It, yeah. So, there's a reason there, – there's a reason why – the 49ers got rid of him, and obviously we'll never know why, but true. It, can, it can be because of his production. Very true. Uh, Russell Gage had another good week for Atlanta. Um, I think it's time to pick Russell Gage up. Atlanta's going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, Nikhil Harry, uh, Cam Newton, obviously he's been throwing the ball a bit too. Michael Pittman, now that Paris Campbell's injured in Indianapolis, uh, he may be some benefactor of the targets. Uh, Brian Edwards, we're watching him right now, as we mentioned, with Oakland. Uh, you know, they've had a bit of injuries. He's had a chance to step up. Derek Carr has uh, been looking his way just a little bit. And, you know, another big one, let's let's not forget a lot of hype coming this week, but Dalton Schultz, rookie for Dallas, a tight end, played a uh, big role in from? this game. Where the hell did he come from? He, he came, I, he I, saw... I don't need to know where he came from, but he just he, he showed out showed up out of nowhere. I'm looking at my, I'm looking at the stats this past Sunday. I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah, nine catches on ten targets, team high ten targets, eighty eight yards and a touchdown. Do you think a man from Stanford going to happen again? That's a pretty crowded receiving. Play. I don't. You know, I like Dalton Schultz for dynasty purposes. I didn't even think about him for redraft. Of course, you know Jarwin is Darby, it was yeah. hyped up, so you needed Jarwin to get injured for it. But they even talked about Schultz maybe coming on for twelve personnel. But I don't know. That was that's quite the connection that they have immediately and. I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm getting kind of upset with how good this Dallas offense is being for fantasy. I don't know who to play every week. Who said it was going to be great? I mean, I think we all knew it was going to be great, but who do you play every week? C.D. Lamb just led the, led the CD team Lamb. C.D. Lamb. I mean, Michael Gallup's getting forced out, which kind of stinks, uh, at least for the first two games, but. Um, I don't know. I think uh, Schultz is someone that maybe you can – I'd throw 5 to 10% on there because there are a lot of other tight ends. You know, double-check your waiver wire and make sure Mike Kosicki is picked up. That's for sure. He had a beast I, of a game. How about that, If cat? you're in a dynasty tight end premium league, I'm spending a lot of fab on him. I'm not going to lie. Because the, just the potential he has, I mean, there's, there's no other tight end he's going to be competing with there all season. And yeah, he, if, can, uh, he can I, easily win that spot. Um yeah, at least I'd have spent over 50% of my fab all day, maybe even 60% on Schultz. Yeah, so, I mean, it, especially with what he showed uh, 
this week, I mean, it's, I didn't know, I don't think anybody saw that coming, but you know, that Dak uses his tight end. Like he's that's that spot's never going to go away. He's not going to have crazy games like that every time, but he's always going to have a role in that offense. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, as I mentioned, have, you know, double check Kosicki, you know, is not on your waiver wire. Uh, Robbie Anderson as well. Now with McCaffrey going down, he's put up two, two, two good weeks. Uh, Bridgewater seems to like him and Brandon cooks, you know, Will Fuller didn't do too much, uh, last week, but I, I think, uh, this may mean time for, for Brandon cooks to start stepping up, especially if, you know, I don't know, again, fully what was going on with Fuller, but, um, I didn't see too much of the updates. Do you guys, uh, you guys see what was going on with him? He left the game at one point and then went back and was kind of limited, I believe. Yeah. Um, but I think it was in like the third quarter. He got hurt. I think, I think maybe in the third quarter or before halftime. I don't know exactly when, Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to cut it up for the waiver wire. Can I just say something? Of course you can. Back to the Barkley thing. I just want to mention um, a couple things here um, that the wheels are turning in my head. Don't, like I said, don't panic because Barkley's out, but I also want to warn our listeners. Don't spend your, don't spend too much fab on that. Wayne Goldman. On Wayne Goldman or Deion Lewis. That or or even Devontae Freeman, if they sign him. Let let someone else do that because that offensive line did not help Barkley at all in that first game. I know it was Pittsburgh, and, we, and I and I said last week, don't be don't be too nervous about Barkley. Barkley's going to get his touches. He's going to get his fancy points. Going to get his touchdowns. But none of those three guys are anywhere to near near to Barkley's ability. So don't spend too much fab on him on them. One person that I I want to mention, I want to say James Robinson, but I think I think a lot of fantasy owners are going to want a lot for him because. The amount of touches he's getting. Whom we told you to pick up before the season started. Yes, but a couple guys. Carl's Hyde is getting a lot of touches in Seattle. That he might be, he might be someone you want to take a look at. But Joshua Kelly, Los, Los Angeles Chargers uh, running back. I don't. I'm not going to say he's a, he's he's going to be on the waiver wire for a lot of teams, but you might be able to get him cheap. He's getting a lot of touches, um, and he's taking a little bit away from Eckler. He might be in that role that. Melvin Gordon um, left behind um, there in LA. So that's someone I would try to, to go snag. It might be a, you know, dynasty you're in, you're probably going to get up a little bit more because of, 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 of his potential, but in a redraft league, you might be able to trade him for, you know, a back end wide receiver three, four. Yeah. I think, I think Kelly's actually a pretty good dynasty target. Yeah. Um, Cause he, I think in dynasty leagues, you can get him, Pretty cheap. I mean, you definitely don't have to spend a first. Oh, no. I think someone maybe get rid of him for like a second even. Yeah. And he could eventually just take over there. I mean, I, how long was Eckler's deal? Uh, it was four, four years. years. Four years, yeah. Another- I'm, sure, I'm sure they can get rid of him after like the second year or something. I, I don't know exactly how they set it up. but um, another, another running back that we didn't mention also that can help you not replace Barkley's ability – um, fantasy points, but it's carrying on Johnson. He's 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 going to be out on the waiver wire on a lot of leagues, and they're giving him those uh, goal line touches. So, I, yeah, I think that was more just. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I I like Swift a lot. He's gotten five five watched, uh, targets each game at least. I watched yeah, I one think, drive yesterday. Adrian yeah. Peterson got him down down to the goal line area, and they gave it to carry on Johnson all three times and he finally punched it in on third goal on third down. So I, I don't know. I, it, I don't know if it's a sign that 
like I don't think if that I don't know if it's a sign of things to come, but you're also not going to be spending too much on Carryon Johnson. That's my point. Right. You know, that's it's, true. If if Carryon Johnson gets you a touchdown every week and or gets you seven catches a week and he you know a few few yards and you get ten points out of him in a flex position, hey. But that's see, that's how you feel about him is how I feel about Swift because Swift's getting the third down work, and I think that Carryon getting what he's getting right now is just Matt Patricia being you know a dumb Bill Belichick. Uh, you ex- can't. Swift. Co- I, my point is, I'm trying to replace Barkley. You're not going to be able to get Swift. Unless you're trading. I like a lot of the other running backs. I think we've talked about over Carrion. I almost think Carrion might be a lost cause, but I can see, I can see where you're coming from. Um, let's jump into something that we did run past as we dove deep into the waivers. There is the big performances from the week. You know, it's the week of the quarterback with all the other, uh, skill positions, having some injuries, you know, the quarterbacks were flying high with 53 touchdown passes and only 14 interceptions. Seven quarterbacks had at least three uh, touchdowns uh, through the air. Uh, three quarterbacks had multiple rushing touchdowns. There was, you know, there was a lot going on this week. We saw Josh Allen and Dak Prescott ball out for over 400 yards. Josh Allen looked great, guys. Uh, he really did. Um, we obviously, you know, being some Bills fans, got to witness the Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs connection. Uh, Diggs finishing as the number one wide receiver this week. Josh Allen is the number two quarterback, I believe he was. When but, what? Um, I'm sorry. And what? Oh, it was a four. Pa- oh no, he actually he was first in, in first. four point. Yeah. yeah, he was first. So you know that two bills on top. That's interesting to and say. Do you feel confident that, about it? That man's still not getting the respect that he deserves. There's still people making excuses. He played the Jets. He played. Yeah. The- you know, great fantasy quarterback. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, he, let let the dude's putting up fantasy points for you, and that's all. That's all. That's all that's important for us right now. So let me ask you though: is that is that something that you can see staying? I mean, the Bills have the Rams at home, uh, and then they face uh, they face uh, Indianapolis. Then they, I'm sorry, not Indianapolis. Uh, the Titans, and then they have the the Chiefs. I mean, um, as a Bills fan. I'm gonna talk as a Bills fan, not as a fantasy owner. When's the last time the Bills decided to throw the ball when they're up by a few points in the fourth quarter with four minutes to go? Not it's, very often, right? It doesn't. Ha- it, it hasn't happened. And I'm twenty. I'm twenty nine, turning thirty. I witnessed. We witnessed what 18, 20, almost twenty years of bad football, and they never threw the ball at that late in the fourth quarter with the lead. They would just hand it off. So LaShawn McCoy to Jesus Spiller to Willis McGahee to whoever, and they wouldn't try to win. This this coaching staff's different, and and I could see both Allen and Diggs being a top five in their respectful position by the end of the year. Yeah, and I really think that I think that even myself, like even us, like we didn't see what Diggs really oh. could be doing right now. I don't think this is at all a fluke. Uh, you know, he he's killing it right now. Yeah, I did not see. I didn't see. I, I didn't see this happening in another million years. Yeah, eight catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, yeah. he's well, he's on he's on pace for over 1,900 yards, over 120 catches, and eight touchdowns. We know that's coming down, but I mean, he's gotten eight catches both games now. 100 catches now is seeming quite realistic for him. I mean, 100 catches, 12, 1,300 yards, double-digit touchdowns for Stephon Diggs. You're going to be talking about a borderline top five wide receiver if this continues. Yeah. That's why he was my winner this, this week. Yeah, well, another winner, Kelvin Ridley, 
and Fuego double digit or what was that? Give Antonio the next <laughs> half hour, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna toot my own horn or anything. Um I have been on the Kelvin Ridley train. He happens to be uh the overall top fantasy scorer uh the skill position. Uh seven catches, 109 yards, two touchdowns, had two touchdowns week one. Julio only had two catches for 24 yards. What are you making of this, guys? Do you, are you worried about Julio at all? Uh, you know, before you answer that, though, I want to mention something I forgot last week. Dirk Cutter had a very alarming quote after week one. He said if Julio wants to score, he needs to score outside of the red zone because we're not going to throw it to him in the red zone. What? Not worried. He said I that? Mean, I'm worried. Yeah, he did. I mean, they double-team Julio in the red zone. That's Tell me this. go for their Tell other pieces. Let me know. Let me know this. How many years of Julio's career has he been a red zone target? How many how many years has he needed red zone touchdowns? How many? But how many how many years how many has times? he had fourteen hundred plus yards? How many years has he had this much talent around? He's him? still gonna have the yard. I mean, it was it was a bad game. Everyone has a bad game. How many yards did he get the first game? He's still great. It's still a great offense. I, I'm not I'm not worried about him. Um yeah, I'm not either. I just he's never to been. He's never been a, a guy little, that a gets a bunch concerned. of touchdowns. Based on that quote right there, I'm a little concerned. Not yeah, you know, but that's a, it's the thing with Cutter. He he doesn't care. I mean, well, it's, honestly, with any of the offense coordinators, it's a smart move. If you're going to get double teamed somewhere else, let's get someone else wide open. And so far, Calvin Ridley's been open three out of his four touchdowns. So, I think if you if you guys can go out there and you can buy Calvin Ridley, I'm even buying high on Calvin Ridley because buying high may not even be high enough. It's going to be almost impossible to get. Them. I I don't know, man. I I would I would honestly, you know, you know who would be easier to buy, Julio Jones than Kelvin Ridley right now. I would try to trade Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. I mean, maybe not George Kittle. Nobody would probably take him. But if you can get rid of Travis Kelsey, I would honestly I would trade Aaron Jones for Kelvin Ridley, because you could probably get Kelvin Ridley plus for Aaron Jones right now. Um, speaking of Aaron Jones, three touchdowns, another monster game. 22 touches total, uh, 236 yards, three touchdowns. Like we said, guys, my my goodness, what a game. Yeah, and, and they drafted a running back in the second round. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely has gone – uh, has gone quiet very quick. I can't even remember his name right now. I was just on task if you knew what his name. Yeah, AJ yeah. Dillon. Uh, him all yeah. off season. We'll we'll see what's going on there. Uh, Cam Newton had a big big game. Got stuffed at the goal line. What a great way to end the Seahawks Patriots game. Uh, he threw for nearly 400 yards, but had another two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, double digit carries. He's now got 26 carries on pace for. Over 300 carries. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm pace for over 200 carries. Uh, what, are, what are we thinking about Cam Newton, guys? Since when is he playing running back? Ah, man, I don't know. Tom Brady had 23 career touchdowns as a Patriot, or 22 rushing. Cam Newton might break it this year. I don't think he will. <laughs> um, yeah, well, piggybacking, he liked Julian Edelman a lot. Eight catches for 179 yards. Oh man, that was a that was just a wild game. Do you think Edelman is a buy low candidate, or do you think, you know, after the first week he didn't do so hot? But do you think people think are now buy low let's, sell. let's sell 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 high? I'm sorry, I'm whoever... sorry, I meant that. That's what I meant. Do you think sell he's high. a sell high? Sell high. I... Yeah, I would definitely sell high, but I don't think you can buy low because whoever has him 
is already somebody that was already yeah, high. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I definitely meant so high. I don't know where I was going. Oh, high. <laughs> this offense is a little, you know. It's just different, man. It's it's yeah. just different. It doesn't seem first, like it should be working, but it is. The first week they ran it down the throat of my of the Dolphins defense. Um, yesterday they threw it a lot against Seattle, and you know, which is which. I mean, which makes sense because I mean their whole secondary was injured or was kicked out of the game. Um, I don't know if you saw Diggs. Diggs' bro- younger brother got kicked out of the game in the early yeah. in the first quarter. So they're a little. They're a little all over the place for me, you know. If they're gonna, are they gonna be more a running or passing team? Until until then, take your take your take what Edelman did last week and try and try to get something out of it. Try to get someone that's gonna be more consistent throughout the year. Yeah, buy someone low. Like if you can get a, oh man, like trade, trade like a Julian Edelman and David David Montgomery for like a Juju. Um, maybe like trade Julian Edelman for DK Metcalf. You know, I. I would be looking for I mean, even a Terry McLaurin. That might be tough. That might be tough one. But, I mean, you, you got to think about – Is it tough, though? I mean, he's got over 13 catches and 200 yards. He's clearly Cam Newton's favorite right now. If there's a team that's 0-2 and they have Kenny Galladay on their team who might not play week three. Ooh. You know, I'm not saying, you know, you're going to get Julio – You're not Julio. You're, you're, I'm not saying you're going to get Galladay for um, Edelman. Right. But, I mean, throw, throw in something extra. You, you never know. Um, people get desperate when they're 0-2. And one and one's a different story, but two, when they're only two, and if they have Kenny Galladay on their on their team, maybe even George Kittle, um, even though he, he's probably going to play this week, mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. People get des- desperate times. Come, um, people make dumb trades. <laughs> I was trying to think yeah. of something, something clever to say, but it didn't come out. Key point: take advantage. Rule number eighty-four: take advantage. Yes, our All right. is coming out this year, guys. Fantasy football. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about uh, some winners and losers here. That was a lot of the big performances. Ooh, actually, let's 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 not uh, undersell Eric here with Tyler Higby, his big five catch, three touchdown performance. I'm so sick of Eric picking Tyler Higby for everything. Come on, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, it's just you know a little bit of some vindication here with. Uh, we had a great game. I yeah. Showing you know, up as a uh, – I was getting a little annoyed. Every, like, 20 minutes, Higby, Higby, Higby. Okay, Eric, we get it. He's great. Talk about him now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left to say. Um, but I, on top of that, you might hear some more from me. Uh, if if uh, Milano and um, Edmonds are out next week for the Bills, Higby yeah, they're – Light him up, you know, after what Jaseki just did. Yeah, Gasicki had eight for 130 and a touchdown. Uh, you know, he looked great. He even had Trey White covering him on a few few of those passes, had a, an amazing one-arm grab. Uh, you know, they just they took advantage of, of I think, the, the weak linebackers, even though Gasicki's really good. Um, as we mentioned, pick him up um, if he's anywhere. Or, you know, if you got someone who's trying to sell high, they're thinking Gasicki's not going to repeat it, buy low or just buy on that guy, you know? High still might not be too high because I think, as I said before, he'll be a top eight tight end this year. Absolutely. Yeah. But sneaky, 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 Justin Herbert popping into the game, finding out right before the coin toss, hey, man, you're starting. Uh, Unfortunately, Tyrod Taylor had a chest injury from, uh, I guess, some type of injection he got for his rib injury, which kept him out. But Herbert came in, ran the ball, 
had a rushing touchdown right in the beginning, had over 300 yards and a touchdown, almost one game went to overtime. I got to ask you guys, what do you think of Justin Herbert? Because Anthony Lynn still says Tyrod Taylor's a starter if he's 100%. Redraft, stay away from it. Until so that coach, coaching staff is committed to him, what's the point? Look, it looked great. And we were talking about it yesterday. We were we were shocked how – also, Oakland's about to beat the Saints here on Monday Night Football. Um, we were shocked that he – what Anthony Lynn said. How, how do you how do you just say that Tyrod Taylor is my starting quarterback after the performance that you're – was it the sixth overall pick? Just put up – just did. Just had. I Yeah, and, I, and like I said, I think – Anthony Lynn has so much respect for Tyrod that he's not going to have him lose his job to an injury. So if he is losing it, it's at least not going to be announced on Sunday. He's not going to announce it maybe on Saturday. He's not losing to an injury though, Antonio. The rookie quarterback played great. Yes, but Tyrod still didn't get to play. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying Tyrod may be better, but I think that's why he wants to do that. Which, you know, you still have to temper expectations for maybe what Austin Eckler did this week because he did get more, you know, catches and still a similar workload that he did last week. But I would say Eckler would fare better with Herbert. And Keenan Allen is a little bit rougher with Herbert. Is a little bit rougher with Herbert? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Tyrod had a little uh, – had better attention towards Keenan Allen. You got, you I actually got... disagree on that. Uh, Keenan Allen's actually one of my winners this week. Uh, he had what? It was like 10 targets I think he had and – um, did he I look, was actually, was that, did he look upset yesterday when he was on the bench? Did anyone catch that? Like he just lo- didn't look himself. Who? Keenan Allen. Like I, he just mm. didn't look happy at all. Oh, uh, I honestly, yeah, I, yeah, he did it. I didn't realize how good of a game he had yesterday. I don't he, know had what great, I he had a great game, but like every time the camera showed on, there was no, no teammates around him. He just didn't look, didn't look happy. I didn't. I didn't even realize that. But I mean, his bank account's happy, so he's there to stay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I. So for me, though, I mean, we were, we were talking about Herbert right before this. Is um, if you're yeah, move on to your winner, flex, then why don't you? We'll talk about some winners and losers. Well, well I wanted really to should. mention about Herbert. If you're right. in a super flex league, he's probably on your waiver wire because yeah. people were rostering Tyrod, um, in re- in redraft, um. So I would definitely, I would definitely grab him off the waiver wire right now. Even you know, especially if he's not named the starter, he's going to be a little bad. bit cheaper. But was it how much bad? Five percent. Oh no, a lot more get, than that. I mean, you're, you're probably you're talking potentially having a starter or fifty, if yeah, not more. I'm but sure. the only problem is, like I said, you're not going to tomorrow. For a backup anyway. quarterback? Come on, guys. But he could be taking over with all, the in injury, a couple with all weeks. these injuries that you've had that we we just talked about. That's even more reason to pick him up. Most of these teams have suffered different injuries. Yeah, but you but you got to spend at least twenty percent on Nick Mullins too. Um, you know what I mean? Get, if you have all right, if you have three solid quarterbacks, right, you don't got to bother with it. But if you're stressing for your third quarterback, even some people are stressing for a second quarterback. I'm picking. Yeah, up. no, I I wouldn't. I'm spend stashing him right now because I think he's taking it over in just a couple weeks. If I don't, need maybe him, even this week. Was I'm that? probably not spending that much. If I don't, if I don't need him, maybe like 35, which means you're probably not going to get him. Yeah, if you don't need him, but if you don't need him and you do spend the fab on him, and he does end up becoming the starter, you could make a trade with any one of your quarterbacks that you have yeah. to try and get like a running back or a wide receiver. You know, package a quarterback with a running back or wide receiver to upgrade. 
would you rather have yeah. him or Rivers? Oh, I'd rather I would take him. Or well, I, I, right well, the second, I would rather I guess keep Rivers because he's he's starting. Yeah, that's um, a big. Deal. But if Herbert's a starter, I'd I'd rather take Herbert because yeah. yeah. Oh, sad, interesting. Well, well, sad for a in, a, in a super flex league though, Keenan. I'm yeah, saying. I understand that. That's I, I definitely understand that. Rivers is my second quarterback in my super flex team, and that, now now I'm thinking about. See if you if I had Rivers as my second QB, I'm I'm definitely stashing Herbert. I, I mean, that's just what I, I had would Baker as my third. So who is it? I had Baker as my third. Yeah. But at, yeah. at that point, who's better, Baker or or uh, Herbert? You know what I mean. But again, in a, in a super flex league, it's it's never it's never bad to have have more quarterbacks. Um, but yeah, I mean, all right, man, I could not get any help from Josh Jacobs. I needed another five yards. Did I beat you? You already beat me, but like I said, I need him in three leagues, and I couldn't get help in one. Man, all right. Saints Sorry. Lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they did. Saints just lost. Kamara. This looks on like he's, too? Kamara had an amazing game. Looks like he uh I think he finished this week as the top scorer now with that. Um man, that's just wild. He did a great game. Oh no, yeah, he'll be behind Aaron Jones. Anyways, Eric, you were talking about your winners and losers. So you had Keenan Allen as your winner. Uh, do you want to talk any more about that, or do you want me to move on to mine? Um, well, yeah, I guess we'll just mention quick. But that—that's more so because of you know what what he did with Herbert with Herbert in there. Right, um, and that's like I said, I don't know how I missed that. And it's especially for me. I think Keenan Allen could potentially be a buy low in dynasty leagues. Just you know, some people maybe because of his age. I know he just got the contract, but you know it's. Some people are just not high on Keenan Allen. People just don't want him. Um, and it's you know, a rookie that scares him away in dynasty. Yeah, that that and you know he already had you know his first game was was bad. Um, and even even in previous years, he's always t- finished as a top. T- you know, he had what three years in a row in the top six, but he was still being drafted as what like the fifteenth. Like just people just don't want him for some reason. Yeah, and. You could buy low in a dynasty, and now he's got Herbert there, and the future looks good there. I like that, man. I, I think uh, I think I had to go rewatch that game. I don't know where my head was at for it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my winner is actually Melvin Gordon. Uh, you know, I had him as my stress last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He proved me wrong. You know, had just over 16 points. But the reason he's a winner for me is because he is being used as that bell cow. You know, 18, uh, 18 touches. Um, excuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. 18 touches uh, his first week and 21 against the Steelers, and he had that touchdown. Uh, you know, it looks like it could be the Melvin Gordon show. We already know Philip Lindsay's injured. Uh, Royce Freeman's not causing any concern. And that touchdown that he got, uh, that, that came, you know, after, after Drew Locke got injured. Uh, Jeff Driscoll, you know, that came from him on a pretty nice pass. So I think if Driscoll winds up having this offense for a few more weeks, Gordon's going to have to be getting those targets still. He's going to be checking down to him. So I like Marvin Gordon. Keenan. So before, well, before we move on, how much, how much fabric are you spending on Driscoll in a, in a super, in a super flex league? Uh, that's a very good question. I don't, Oh, I was going to say I don't want him, but All right, you need I him. would want, I would want him more than Mullins now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, but then again, 
Sam Fran is playing against the Jets. Yeah, but but I know that Mullins is only going to be out. Mullins might not even start. So yeah, yeah, if he does, so have to go Driscoll. If, if Mullins does start, one of his favorite targets was a uh, George Kittle. There, everyone was yeah, worried was. that George Kittle was going to be bad after Garoppolo uh, came back. I mean, <laughs> not like Jimmy G's any special, anything special, but. Yeah, well, Keenan, your winner uh, was Stephon Diggs. Did you want to talk any more about that, or how do you there's feel about There's nothing to talk about. Guy's, yeah. Guy's leading in receiving yards, and well, I, I kind of want to talk about my losers. Yeah, well, let me start us back off uh, with the loser because we were just talking about them. My loser is just the whole San Francisco 49ers team. Um, it doesn't seem like any of them were meant to be this season. Uh, you know, me, if I have a player that's not George Kittle – uh, or Raheem Mostert, I am probably dropping them. Um, you know, I mean, if you have Debo Samuel on IR, that's fine. Obviously, keep him there. But I don't want Coleman. I don't think I want Ayuk. I'm, I might not want Mostert right now, to be honest. I mean, if, if well, you don't have an IR spot available, I probably would drop Mostert because four to six – actually, I'm sorry, two to four weeks, I'm mixing up him and Coleman. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll try I to trade a, Mostert. I got a question for you. Yeah. So – Jimmy G's going to be coming back. I, I believe they said he's day-to-day right now, right? Um, and most of their uh, injuries, a lot of their you know important injuries were on the defensive side. You don't think it could actually help the fantasy options if they, you know, might not they, – they won't be relying on their defense and they're going to need to rely on their offense a little bit more? So it's a fair point, but – my issue with the whole Mostert is he's going to come back and then you're going to have McKinnon and Mostert and Wilson running everything. Cause I have a feeling McKinnon's probably going to do well. Like we talked about, I mean, maybe in a few weeks we're going to reassess this and see that that was, you know, totally wrong. But if he, if he does well, or he takes it from Mostert, well then you just held Mostert for two to four weeks and he just lost his job. And, you know, yes, they're probably going to be chasing, but they have struggled to stay in, to stay uh, healthy. Kittle's going to come back. Well, that's probably going to take away from Samuel, probably take away from Ayuk. Um, like I said, I think Kittle is probably the only player I personally want right now. But I, I don't blame you for keeping Mostert. I'm trying to think of their wide receivers that are healthy. I can't – I couldn't name one. No, I mean, no. They're just yeah. – yeah, they're, they're struggling. I mean, you – and I was hoping Dante Pettis would step up and that didn't really do anything. Kendrick Bourne, you know, he he had a touchdown. Um, but since everyone's kind of coming back, I probably wouldn't add him, especially with Mullins coming in. Um, but all right, Keenan, how about your losers? Well, it's not, it's not anyone specific. I mean, it's the Houston Texans, Minnesota and the Minnesota Vikings quarterbacks and fans definitely are the losers. I mean, both these teams are are paying their quarterbacks a good, a nice, you know, nice chunk of change in the off season. They traded their number one wide receiver and both wide, both quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson are struggling. Well, the two wide receivers are killing it. Um, Hopkins in Arizona has the most uh, receptions, and we, we already mentioned Diggs has the most receiving yards in the league right now. Um, so my losers are the Houston Texans and Minnesota Vikings quarterbacks, both quarterbacks, and their fans because, I mean, they got, they got ripped off. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, so – I'm going to go over with my loser here. It's somebody that I said was going to lose from the offseason, and that's Michael Gallup. Uh, 
you know, just in the first two weeks alone, it's it's pretty evident that, you know, he's he's third, fourth. And if you look at the last game, fifth in the pecking order. Um, you know, the first game he was third when it comes to targets, but Zeke was right behind him, one target less. Um, and then when you go into uh, into um, this week, he was fifth be- behind uh, CD, Amari, Dalton Schultz, and Zeke. So, I mean, there's a lot to go around there, but there's not enough for the fourth, fifth guy to really be relevant. Um, I mean, t- he'll be relevant, but not to what we thought he was going to be. They should have traded him in the offseason. I still think – I mean, I, I still think personally the plan is going to be to get, get rid of Amari after next year, potentially, you know, if they come to a cap situation. Because they're going to have to pay Gallup, and Gallup's going to be cheaper than Amari. And CD looks great. So Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that uh, – so that's our winners and losers for the week. And I want to ask a few questions to you fellers that we can talk about here. Um, a couple rest of season questions. Same position, but I just want to kind of see where, where your heads are at. So I want to talk, talk about the aforementioned Austin Eckler. Um, like I said, Eckler still doesn't have a touchdown, but he's got 35 carries and five catches. Um, he did look better with Herbert. The whole offense seemed to jive with Herbert better. But Miles Sanders came back, and he looked well. Had over 120 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler or Miles Sanders the rest of the season? Easily Sanders. Yeah. For me. Yeah, that's easy. Wow. Easily. Yeah. Eckler's easy. averaging 20 touches a game. Yeah, but – I mean, we were taking Eckler before the season. I mean, we were taking Sanders before the season started. Sanders is so, having – There hasn't really been any reason to change that. I mean, I didn't – Eckler's I didn't only see, gone lower on our on – our... I love Miles Sanders, but I didn't see Austin Eckler getting near 20 carries a game. Yeah, but he's still getting – he's still losing – I mean, not not that he's losing touches, but I mean they're they're committed to give Kelly some touches too. So, yeah. Ask, uh, me, ask me in a couple of weeks if uh, if Tyrod. Yeah, I mean Sanders before. doesn't. I mean Boston Scott had had the opportunity, did nothing with it. So the um, injury doesn't excuse Miles is hundred percent. He's ready to go. He looked I'm, good. If I have Eckler, I'm trying to trade him for Sanders. Let's just say that. Yeah, if I could Perfect. do that. I I have two leagues actually where I got both of them as my running back. So, man, right. you're golden. Is <laughs> one of those WWE might be hitting you up tomorrow? No. <laughs> All right. So uh, Kyler Murray in that Arizona offense is looking great. Deshaun Watson and Houston Texans. I I want to say that they're struggling. Obviously, visibly they're struggling. They're zero two, but they did play Kansas City and Baltimore. Which now gets to play Pittsburgh. So Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson rest of the season. Murray. Kyle Murray. Watson, it just that offense just not does not look the same like it did last year. Right. Yeah, at all. It it it's struggling. You know, maybe maybe, you know, their GM slash coach can find a wide receiver one somewhere. You know, I think that's what they're missing. I think they're just there's there's so much more upside with the Arizona offense right now. Um I just I don't and and you could talk about Watson you know, running more because of his situation, but Kyler still runs also. I mean, it's not like Kyler Murray's you know, it's not like it's a huge ass. advantage over him, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm taking Kyler. Kyler Murray looks like he's playing Mario Kart out there when he when he's running. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's going crazy. Uh three rushing touchdowns already, but yeah, he's quarterback four and Deshaun Watson's quarterback seventeen. Yeah. So um 
hopefully, hopefully Watson can get that together as their schedule gets easier. Uh, so aforementioned players as well, Stefan Diggs or Calvin Ridley, rest push. of season. Push. That's not a push. That's a that's a union answer, ball. Mister. All right. So so I love Diggs. Obviously, we're you know from Buffalo, but that's that's the I'd take Calvin Ridley pretty easily there. I think. I, I, it just there's a lot of mouths to feed. I know I know they have Browning Beasley here, but that I don't know. Both think, teams have a lot of mouths to feed, it seems think, like. And I, both teams are throwing over 40 times a game. I mean, Diggs is clearly Allen's number one. But and, Kelvin Ridley is clearly right now. No, and I don't think he's clearly number one. I, I mean, he has more targets. He has more catches. He has more touchdowns. Yeah, more yards. Jones there. I know. But remember I was talking, I was talking before the season, Julio Jones, year three, he would have surpassed Roddy White had he not gotten injured. You have your little list of six packs bets that we have going on. Not at the moment, no. But well, I'll have to. Yeah, this one on Diggs will have uh, finish with more fantasy points than Calvin Tolliver. Ooh, at it. The... I'll do it. And besides, if there's a, I'll take Ridley. If there's any injuries, then then you can throw that out. Right. right. Mark it down. I'll take Ridley. I'll take it. I'll take it for sure. Yeah. No, I'm I'm taking Ridley in this one too. Um, I, I don't I, think I want, I want to mention actually. So I made a trade the other day. I just want to mention since we're talking about Ridley, I had to make a decision. Okay. I had two offers presented to me. I from was who? giving, uh, so the one was from, uh, at the dynasty outhouse. Um, great guy. In, Go follow him in, in a league. We are at dynasty outhouse. Um, and the other one, I forgot who the other one was, but it was, it was in the same league. Um, and so, so I, I was giving up Hollywood in a first, and I could either get Mike Evans from Outhouse or I can get Kelvin Ridley. Um, it was Jerry O'Shea. Go follow him too. Um, and I chose Mike Evans. Uh, I don't know if it was just we were more talking so my, about that. Yeah, I was really debating on it. it. It's more so my love for Mike Evans. Everyone knows. Everyone knows my love for him. Um, this was Saturday and, night, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Was Saturday then. night, I was debating. And I'm Sunday. I'm not gonna lie, I'm actually a little upset I didn't take Ridley. <laughs> yeah, that's why you were texting me Sunday and ugh. But I'm glad Mike Evans still had a great game. Absolutely. So, no, absolutely. I was happy about it. Um all right, so Josh Jacobs or Nick Chubb, rest of season. Nick Chubb. Even Josh Jacobs. With, he, oh my god. <laughs> I'm also going Josh Jacobs. Our six 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 pack on this one too. Um, <laughs> let's, not, let's not do this because someone's gonna owe a lot of six packs to one of us. Um, someone's gonna get a beer belly. Yeah. Even with Kareem Hunt, Chubb is putting up points. That's that's all I gotta say. Kareem Hunt is a great back. He might even be better than Chubb, but he's still putting up fantasy points for. Him. He is, but Jalen Richard is not Kareem Hunt, and maybe he did get the touchdown today. But Josh Jacobs is still the workhorse. And uh, I think it's going to be Josh Jacobs for me. Yeah, and what worries me, though, is that first game. You know, when they were down, it was Kareem Hunt um, down in the game. Um, And obviously, you know, when when they're going to be up, they're going to be running the ball and they're both going to be great. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of games where they're going to be in that situation. I think they're going to be behind in a lot of games, going to have to catch up. So that, but I mean, I still think Chubb is going to have a good season. I think he's going to do better than he did in the first game. 
What if I told you uh, uh, Jalen Richards had more touches than uh, Josh Jacobs tonight? You know, I'd like to blame some of that on his – I'm just kidding. Foot injury. I just want to see a reaction. <laughs> yeah, because you know I'm not watching it, damn it. Um, no, but, yeah, I, I know he also injured his ankle a little bit. So, um, but, yeah, I'm not worried about him at all. So, all right, uh, next one here, Eric. DJ Moore or Mike Evans? DJ Moore had a rebound with uh, eight catches and 120 yards. And, uh, he wants to go Mike Evans, Evans so bad right now. Would you say he wants to go? I'll I'll take Mike Evans. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I I think that offense is still going to be great. I know a lot of people think Tom Brady's done and it's the end of him. Um, As much as we'd like that to happen here in Buffalo, I still think he's got enough left in the tank to. um, He can play another. He can play another ten years in Tampa. Wouldn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. That it's weird. Like he's in Tampa. I'm actually almost rooting for him now. Someone made a point. One of our buddies made a point in one of our group chats. I think I hate the Patriots more with Cam Newton than, than with Tom Brady. I don't know what it is. I think I was expecting the Patriots to be bad, but that's whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys, this is probably the toughest one here. James Robinson or David Montgomery? What's Montgomery? Rob- um, touch. How many touches is he getting in the game? Do you have that handy? How many did he get or how many is he going to get? How many – I mean, I don't know how many he's going to get unless you have a, unless you have a little crystal ball there. Well, I'll tell you. No, but he's got uh, 29, tu- 29 rushes for 146 yards and four catches for, for 55 yards and a touchdown. What about Cohen? And so, Tariq Cohen, he only had six – what was it, like six ca- – six, uh, They just signed yesterday. And they, exactly. They just used him, and he literally had nothing. So – um, yeah, that I don't know that for me. I mean, it did seem like more of a game script for Chicago or for David Montgomery since they were winning against the Giants. The Giants had some injuries. I'm sure they wanted to just, uh, you know, get out. But I go with the rookie. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with Robinson as well. Yeah, that's also who I'm going to go with. Uh, currently, he is the 13th running back in PPR. So. Definitely a surprise for them. Undre- hey, Collins, if you're listening to me, you need to trade him to me. Stop playing these games. <laughs> All last week, I was trying to trade for him. All last week. Honestly, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would be trying to trade for James Robinson right now because he hasn't had that, uh, what do you say, explosive game yet where everybody really knows who James Robinson is now. Um, yeah. He's still somebody that's a little bit underneath. So I, I would really try to trade for him uh, while you still can. Would you trade Kittle for him and a wide receiver? So I would trade if I can get like James Robinson and DJ Moore for Kittle. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, and I really feel like that's that's a trade that could be made too. What about John Brown? Uh, I'd no. want more than James Robinson if I was getting John Brown. Um, I what about I actually? I don't I don't want to be trading for John Brown right now. I know he had a big game, but I, Josh Allen's not putting up four touchdowns every game as much as we <laughs> want that to happen. <laughs> but. Like you yeah. said, Diggs is the number one there, yeah. and that's kind and of he loves him. between everyone else. I, um, he loves he, he loves forces him. that ball. He loves him as much as I love my wife. I'll tell you, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> oh man! All right, last one here: Hayden Hurst or Noah Fant? Both this of them easy. got touchdowns this week, and uh, you know, both have a lot of hype. This one's easy. Is it for you? It is. You're gonna say Noah Fant? No, I'm not. Wow. I mean. You can't go Atlanta offense versus a Denver offense. You know, I Atlanta offense could put up points. Like we, I mean, they just put up forty points. 
and no turnovers. And he had that nice, nice touchdown um, run or catch, catch and run. Um, so, and Noah Fant now Sutton's out. Um, their quarterback uh, Drew Locke is out. We don't know what that offense is for the next couple weeks. Um, with Sutton being out, everyone kind of moves up in the in the pecking order, and they're gonna get more targets. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. So wouldn't that be Noah Fant? <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I'm still I'm still in a like I said, Atlanta offense, Denver offense. Yeah, I'll yeah. be honest. So that's. I wasn't a huge Noah fan guy, but I think with the Cortland Sutton in- injury, I'm actually yeah, – I just talked myself out of this. I think you did, man, because Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hurst had five targets week one. He, he could get five targets and three catches every other week with Russell Gage stepping up, Ty Gurley stepping up. Noah Fant might be number one option. I mean, Kevin, Hayden Hurst might be fourth or fifth. Yesterday. Yeah. What would you say? How many targets did uh, Hurst have yesterday? He had eight yesterday. And a touchdown? And he had the touchdown. I'm still going Hurst. All right, I'm so, going Noah Fant. I'm putting my I'm putting my foot down on this one. <laughs> All right, that's going to be uh, that's going to be our, our rest of the season uh, for all these players here. Let's move on to our final segment of the week: our stressed or impressed. Going to do a quick little recap, uh, guys. So let's let's uh, do our impressed recaps here. Uh, quick, uh, I'm going to start. What'd you say? Do you have to? Why not, man? Maybe, maybe, you know, I'll, you could chalk it up, man. Week two is just no matter what, even if nobody got injured, they got injured. Let's just call there it like it is. Like but I did not do so bad myself. I'll, I'll be I honest. Didn't I'll toot my horn. I had uh, <laughs> myself on the back. <laughs> I had uh, Matt Ryan, Chris Carson, DJ Moore, Jared Cook, and a sleeper was CD Lamb. So um, I'll, I'll call that a, a pretty good week there. Uh, Chris Carson was able to muster up a lot of a lot of carries together. Jared Cook got a touchdown. Um, how about you, Keenan? Who was your week two? Impresses. Um, I had Josh Allen, James Robinson. We're not going to talk about the wide receiver or the tight end. <laughs> I had Adam Thielen. I, you know, when it comes to Thielen, I, I think this is. I'm going to chalk this one as an L for me. I thought he was. I thought he was going to light it up with the receptions. I just don't know what's going on over there in Minnesota. I, I guess Diggs is, you know, is affecting everyone over there. And yeah, he's almost my big loser. Yeah. My big, big loser, man. I mean, both of his touchdowns in week one, again, you look at the box score, you're not going to see the real picture. He didn't get that till the fourth quarter. Yeah. And thank you. They're not throwing that ball. Yeah. And then I had Goddard. I mean, I don't know, man. Got it outpaced. Tar- he had more targets than Ertz again. Yeah, I guess. I, Promising. And then J.K. Dob- Dobbins, I thought he was going to have a more impact on that, team, on that offense, but we're still waiting for him to make a splash there, I guess, in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, how about you, Eric? Yeah, Eric. Let's uh, talk. A little ugly. <laughs> let's hear it. I had Matthew Stafford, Devin Singletary, Mike Evans, which was the savior, Logan Thomas, and Scotty Miller. Um Single, I mean, obviously Mike Evans had a big game. Singletary, it was decent. Didn't kill you. You know, if you had him in your flex, you're you're happy with it, whatever. Um, Chris Godwin was out, so I was really surprised that Scotty Miller didn't get an uptick and, and work there, considering he actually had a decent first game. Um, and then, yeah, Logan Thomas and Stafford just didn't really do much. I don't know if you guys saw that interception by Stafford. 
right by the five-yard line. For It was a pick six by the Packers. It looked like a rookie threw that pass. What? I don't know. He, like, just – I don't know. It was just – it was a bad interception by him. Yeah, it was a it was it was definitely funky. Man, he needs Galladay to come back. Um, I want him to be as healthy as yeah, the whole team does. I want him to be healthy as much as as the next person, but Stafford definitely needs him back. Uh, all right, man. Let's. Uh, I think we're gonna move then to our impresses for week three. Or do you guys want to talk about our stress for week two? No, let's do our impresses for this week. We can- cool. I'll start us off. Um, and I'm actually gonna do my. I'm gonna do a two for one here because like it's the same game. I got Big Ben versus Houston and Deontay Johnson. I think they are both uh, two very big impresses for this week. Uh, Deontay Johnson, like I mentioned before, um, Houston faced Kansas City and Baltimore. Now they get Pittsburgh. I think Big Ben's going to light them up. Uh, Deontay had 10 targets for week one. Then he had 13 targets. He's looked very good. He's got more targets than Juju. Um, You know, we saw what Sammy was able to do against uh, Houston. Uh, with Kansas City in week one as being, you know, the second, third wide receiver. I think Deontay is going to get double digit targets again, and I think he has a chance for 100 yards and a touchdown, um, a good chance at that. So I got Big Ben and Deontay Johnson. How about you, Eric? Um, yeah, um, one second, pulling up my list. Do you want me to name all three of them that I got or just two or – yeah, you could just start uh, – yeah, actually, why don't you talk about um, – just go up with one right now. All right. Uh, well, my first one will be Allen Robinson um, against the Falcons. I know his uh, his season's starting off pretty pretty weak, but, you know, I think he bounces back and finally has a good game. Um, it, you know, they're going to be facing the Falcons, so they're, they're going to be in a shootout, and they're going to they're gonna need to pass the ball. So I just don't see how he doesn't get work in this game. Man, maybe I should have. Uh, maybe I should have just hopped in and talked first, huh? No, yeah. he's he's gonna be my stress actually. So um, I can't wait to come back and, and talk about him real quick. No, you can talk about you it. Know, now. Yeah, actually, you know why don't I do that right now? Uh, I just I, I'm afraid that he doesn't have a touchdown yet. Uh, Trubisky is playing quote unquote well for Trubisky, but it's really been like you know five maybe four quarters of Trubisky playing well, um, but. He's not even getting the most – he had the most targets in game one, didn't have it in game two. And it's just worrisome because they played Detroit and they played the Giants. I just – I think you're – what we were hoping was an Allen Robinson, you know, potential 90-catch season. I don't know if it's it's something we're going to be seeing now. So, yeah, I think this I week guess, against... I guess I'm just not worried. I just – I think I think he's going to bounce back because, you know, he played last year with Trubisky and he had a, he had a great year, so – I'm not yeah, really... I think this week the Falcons are going to take eat him up, and uh, I think this is another like Anthony Miller or uh, Darnell Mooney Mooney game. But um, hopefully, I'm wrong, man. I like Robinson. Yeah, uh, so I'll move on to one to one of my impressed. Is that okay with you guys? I think so. All right, <laughs> I got Jonathan Taylor this week. Um, you know the Jets going from week one to week two. I thought they had a good def- good run defense. And then Moster rips off a 80-yard touchdown in the first play of the game, and that Jets defense, that Jets team is a mess. Um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor has, I think, established himself as RB one. Uh, 26 um, rushes yes yesterday, 101 yards and a touchdown. And then Hines didn't see any, saw one target, 
and no rushing attempts. So there goes all that fab that you spent on Heinz that we, you know, that's why we be careful when we spend that fab and on who. Um, so I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be impressed, not just today, not, not, not just week three, but rest of the season. Yeah, I, I think, um, I think that's a, uh, it's a valid one. I'll give you that. It's valid. Eric, back to you. All right. Um, Eric, wake by up. By the way, I, I agree with Keenan there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I think we've been, we're, we're, we're there, man. He's he's crazy. Um, but oh, another one for me is – Antonio, thanks for train, training him to me, by the way. Yeah. All in good fun. Um, <laughs> but my second one is Derrick Henry versus the Vikings. Um, and not only that is I think he's going to impress. I think he's potentially a buy low opportunity right now because I know he's he's had a lot of yards but he hasn't got that touchdown yet. And I think people are starting to panic on him. Um, and um, yeah, I think, I think this is the week he finally gets that touchdown, gets over a hundred yards again. It's going to be a low scoring uh, game and, you know, Titans are just going to try and control that game and just run the ball like they usually do. Um, so yeah, I think he's going to turn around and get that touchdown this year or this week. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to run all over that team. And I am actually also in that same game with you for my uh, impress. I got Johnu Smith, the tight end. My man killed it uh, last week, had two touchdowns, uh, 84 yards on four catches. You know, it just seemed like uh, Ryan Tannehill liked to go his way a little bit. He's got 12, ca- 12 targets so far. But Mo Alley Cox, guys, just had five catches for 111 yards. Mo Alley Cox. What team does he play for? Exactly. <laughs> um, over in Indianapolis, uh, five catches, 111 yards. I think Johnu Smith definitely gets into the end zone against this uh, horrendous Minnesota defense. Uh, guys, Minnesota might be like they might get the number one pick. Nah, the Jets will, but um... <laughs> but they could be in contention. It's kind of scary to say. They're tr- they're, yeah, they're. I mean, it's not. They just... better fix it. Do you think they get rid of Cousins? The roster, it's the cap too. You know, yeah, the cap's hurting them. They, they they've had this issue with Cousins starting slow though in the first, you know, you know, last couple of seasons. So they have been able to try to fix it a little bit one time, and then they couldn't the other time. So yeah. I don't know. This is almost too far gone. And they just paid Delvin Cook too. I, I man, they they might be in some serious cap hell coming coming very very soon. Yeah, not saying that yeah, Cook, Cooks didn't deserve the money, but it's true. You know, if they true. if the wheels come off that team, they're done. Well, speaking of someone who got some money, Keenan, why don't you talk about your next impressed? Yeah, um, I got Amari Cooper. He's playing the Seahawks, and I think we're usually, you know, I think we usually think that Seahawks have a good good defense, um, but they're struggling on uh, when it comes to the run game. They're I think last. Let me double check. That's rushing. I'm sorry, I should have this pulled up. Yeah, they're last in yards um, given up so far in the passing game after two games, and it's not – they're just beat up. Um, you, I thought they would have a better team, better secondary, especially after the Adams trade, but they're pretty beat up back there. Um, so I'm going with Amari Cooper, and he's getting his targets. He had 14 targets. I know that's a crowded crowded uh, receiving core um, there in, in uh, Dallas, but he's getting his targets. He had, four, he had 14 targets, 10 receptions, 81 yards. No touchdowns yet um, this this season, but I could see him getting a touchdown and eight catches, eight to ten catches, 
to have a pretty solid fantasy day. He's going to have a breakout game. He's Amari Cooper. Yeah, he needs to have one of those 200-yard games that he gets every year. This yeah. could be the week. Uh, Eric, your turn. Finish us up on your impressed. Yeah, it's, uh, it's my man, um, Marquise Hollywood Brown. I thought you were going to say Hollywood! <laughs> I thought he was going to say my man, Tyler Higby. I'm like, dude. No. <laughs> um, we get it. We get but, it. <laughs> but Baltimore's facing the Chiefs. Um, you know, he, he's a top option, um, wide receiver wise, you know, right behind Mark Andrews in that passing game. And I think they're going to have to pass a lot to keep up with the chiefs in this one. Um, so, and you know, week one, he put up over a hundred yards and, you know, he, he had a decent amount of touchdowns last year for, you know, compared to how many snaps he was playing. So I, I think he's finally going to find the end zone, um, and get over a hundred yards again. Kenan sent us home. Yeah, I got uh, Kenny Drake and Kyler Murray in this game just because they're playing Detroit. Detroit's run run defense has been really bad. Uh, Kenny Drake putting up some numbers. Um, same thing with Kyler Murray um, in the air and on the ground. So I got those two this guy this week. And then offense is putting some points. So yeah, they do. Um, all right, so that's our. Why don't you run over your impress real quick, Keenan? Just run run through your three again. I got Jonathan Taylor, Amari Cooper, and I have uh, Kenny Drake and Kyler Murray. Uh, I'll throw a bonus in there. <laughs> uh, cool. I got uh, Big Ben and Deontay Johnson. I really like that stack, especially in DFS. And then John U. Smith. I got Allen Robinson, Derrick Henry, and Hollywood Brown. All right, Keen. I'm going to let you read off um, how you did last week with your stress and then uh, who you have this week for your three stress players. Um, for my stress for last week, I had a couple injuries happen. I had Drew Locke and Cam Akers. I guess that worked out for me. Um, Mel, uh, Marvin Jones, he had an okay game. He had a touchdown. Um, not sure how many catches he had. And is Rob Gronkowski going to play football this year or what? He's still not Rob Gronkowski. Is he of the living? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's still reliving his glory days in the WWE. Um, <laughs> So my first one, my first stress for the week uh, this week is David Johnson. Um, I think all three of us were pretty impressed with him week one against Kansas City. Had a pretty tough game this past week, and now he's playing the Pittsburgh defense. So be careful with that. Um, if you have another option, I would be very, very cautious with that. With that, with David Johnson this week. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, my stress. Actually, why don't, you, why don't you run through the other two stress you have, Keenan? Sam Darnold is my second one. Do we have to talk about that? Um, eh. Struggling, playing Indy, who's given up the least amount of uh, passing yards, um, and that defense is struggling. And my last one is that whole Broncos offense. Um, we talked about Corrin Sutton being out, um, Drew Locke being out, um, and who are they playing this week? Anyone have that handy? Because I of course I, I have that handy for you, and I'm pretty sure it's a tough opponent. Um, <laughs> I had a handy for you until everything decided to fall on me. No, uh, but the uh, Broncos, as we Buccaneers. try to extend this as much as yeah, we can, Chargers. The, the Buccaneers. No, oh, the Bucks. They're, yeah, they're home. That, they host the Bucks. Yeah, I mean that, tough run D. Yeah, tough run D. But um, I think that offense is going to struggle a little bit until. Uh, Either Drew, Drew Locke comes back or their second quarterback, um, I guess, 
plays a couple more games to get com- more comfortable. So, yeah. All right, so there you go. That's uh, that's Keenan's stresses. Uh, how about you, Eric? Why don't you recap last week and tell us who your three stresses are? Yeah, um, a tiny bit better than I did on the uh, impress, but um, QB, I had Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you know, he he just week one he had a he had a pretty good game, and then last week, you know, fantasy wise, he only had about ten points. So uh, the Melvin Gordon, he had a decent game. Um, then Will Fuller as well. He had zero targets, so he had the injury, but he still played for, you know, a portion of the game and didn't get anything done. And then Mike Gisecki. Uh So he obviously uh, uh, lit up the, the – I'll, uh, I'll give you that one because uh, the Bills linebackers weren't ruled out till late in the week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I did a little bit better there than I did on my impresses. Um, and then my, my stresses for this week, um, you know, he going with a guy who just had a great game tonight and Darren Waller, he's facing the Patriots next week. And, you know, Bill Belichick, he's going to scheme to, uh, shut down the top option on the other team. And that clearly is Darren Waller right now, you know, outside, outside of Josh Jacobs, but in, in the passing game, it's Darren Waller. Um, I'm also going with Deshaun Watson. This one's pretty easy. You know, they're already struggling at it as it is. And now they're facing the Steelers. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's going to be tough there for him. You know, I, I think he's going to, he's going to make some plays happen, especially with his feet, but it, it's going to be tough in the past game. Um, and then my third stress is Ronald Jones versus the Broncos. This isn't necessarily an opponent, uh, uh, stress, but more so Leonard Fournette, baby. Um, he's there. He made his presence known, uh, and, this could be it for Ronald Jones. Yeah, what do you make of that? He fumbled. He had Ronald Jones had a big fumble, man. Yeah, uh, and then, I, and then I think I think Arians ball. was just waiting for a reason, um, and he he threw him in there, and Leonard Fournette did fantastic. I, you think it's time then? I don't think it's Fournette's job to lose. I think they're still going to split some carries, but I think next Maybe. game Fournette's going to get the majority of the Maybe carries. Fournette's a sell high candidate, really. After okay. that, after that game, I mean, if you can I, find someone that really thinks that. I, I mean, I mean, with all the injuries, someone might take the gamble on them. If some like a Barkley. I mean, I throw offers out for some running backs, like somebody who might be low on Austin Eckler. Yeah, offer for an F for Eckler just to see. You know, yeah, you might get lucky. I mean, yeah. probably won't, but it depends. I, you know, if you're in a home league or something. I don't think I don't think we give up on Ronald Jones just yet. I think it's coming, but not just yet. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to move over to mine then. Uh, my stress for week two, uh, I had Aaron Rodgers at New Orleans, which, you know, he, he didn't do too bad, but he did lose Devontae Adams. Melvin Gordon at Pittsburgh, who we talked about, did one of getting that touchdown. He had a good game. Uh, T.Y. Hilton didn't do so hot. Uh, Noah Fant had a touchdown at Pittsburgh. So I was a little, uh, a little rough on those stresses there. So this week, though, of course, I'm going to nail it. We talked about Allen Robinson already uh, with Eric uh, as, as they're at the Falcons. I'm going to move to Robert Woods is my other stress. Uh, they're playing at the Bills. You know, Trey White may shadow Robert Woods, um, or there's a chance he will just play to the one side. He does. Uh, they do tend to change each matchup, but I have a feeling Robert Woods might get shadowed by Trey, um, especially with Edmonds or Milano coming back. They're going to take care of Higby. 
Um, I, I think that uh, the Rams will have other options besides Robert Woods uh, to try and beat the Bills. So I think there's a chance, you know, Woods may have you that nice safe floor of his five catches, 50 yards, but I don't think he's going to get you the double digit plus uh, that you could be looking for. Next one is uh, Adam Thielen uh, versus the Titans. Uh, we kind of alluded to this with how awful the Minnesota has offense has been so far. Adam Thielen's always talked about as the only bright light there. Well, like I said, they've, he had the, the two touchdowns in that first week in the fourth quarter when they were behind. Uh, and in that game, when they were behind, Kirk Cousins had only seven pass attempts with seven minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, and he was only 11 for 26 last game. I'm just really worried. The Titans are playing well. Um, I know Jacksonville was able to throw against them, but, man, Kirk is struggling. Yeah. Uh, so that is, uh, that's my stress. Allen Robinson, Robert Woods, and Adam Thielen. And uh, that's going to that's gonna cut up our impressions stress for the week. That's going to end the episode for the week. Any closing, uh, closing thoughts from you, fellas? Yeah, when do you guys want to get together and practice our uh, um, onside kick recoveries? I know I heard Atlanta's looking for a couple specialists. <laughs> did, it, did it not look like they threw that game? Did it not look like, like that thing was a freaking like a bomb and it was going to explode and nobody wanted to touch it? I mean, I watched it like five or six times, and I think I mentioned to you guys before we got on, on the air here, um, like we're live. But um, I could have kicked that out of bounds, maybe 20 yards. <laughs> the one linebacker is just literally looking at it, spinning around. I'm like, dude, either jump on it or just kick it out of bounds because it's not a penalty if you kick it out of bounds or, <laughs> or if you touch it. it yeah, I mean, yeah. the Cowboys should be owing too. It just makes no sense to me. That's that's coaching because if you and I know the rules, how how the hell do these players not know the rules? Like, you know, I just, now that I'm thinking I, about it, I, I'm watching in my head. Are, were, did the Falcon players think if they touch it before it crossed the ten yard line, they would get a penalty? I don't know. I really don't know what it was. Like, there was three players covering him. Like, like I said, I was watching one of the analysts said, like, that's just something they probably didn't practice. Yeah, and. I don't know why. Like, it just didn't make sense to me. You know, like you said before, maybe Dan Quinn wants to get fired. Maybe he's ready to go. I don't know, man. But somehow the Falcons, Super Bowl, uh, they, they've got to have some of the most points for being 0-2, man. I got to look that up. It's it's crazy. Or most yards or something. The, before we get off, they were the first team since, like, the 1938 to lose a game with scoring 39 points and not having any turnovers. Oh, jeez. That's embarrassing. Ridiculous. And ridiculous. <laughs> and one other, All right. one other thing I want to mention uh, for our listeners, um, send us send us your rosters, um, Dynasty or Redraft, and uh, we'll give you our thoughts. And um, mainly, mainly Dynasty probably is probably easier because we can't see what's on the waiver wire. Um, but um, we'll, give you our, we'll give you our thoughts. And uh, if you're chosen, you might get a free T-shirt or something. Yeah, we uh, we will have something uh, something coming out for you guys next week. Um, so definitely definitely uh, submit some questions, submit a roster, uh, like us on Facebook, follow yeah. Twitter. Oh yeah, follow us on Twitter, absolutely. Yeah, at the Dyn- at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, make sure to give us five star reviews over at Apple Podcast. Make sure to check out our website as well, Dynasty Mafia Network. We have some uh, rankings. We have articles. We're working on a lot of good things over there. Uh, so more to come with it. Um, but, you know, other than that, hopefully everybody has a really good week three. Good luck with your waivers. Um, just good luck, man. 
get to that three and zero, and Mafia out. <laughs>